everybody, welcome back to episode three of the Rice and Slice Golf Show podcast. It's a bit of a mouth- oh, it's a bit of a mouthful. Well, <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yeah, no, I'm glad you didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't say anything. Uh, everybody, welcome back. Uh, this is episode three. We are in a new location. Upgrade. Upgrade. We went from. Go on. You, you say it was your joke. <laughs> you, you we went. We went from. Uh, we went from um, the casting couch to the office. Yes. So yes. Yeah. So uh, real production now. Yeah, it looks good. I'm happy. We've got air conditioned. Perfect. Uh, we didn't even need like half the stuff that we brought, but yeah, man, it's it's nice. I, I feel comfy here. We've got nice comfy chairs. We're closer to each other. It's a lot more intimate. We're not going back to the casting couch. <laughs> I, hope, I hope we don't go back to the casting couch. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, welcome back, episode three. Um, yeah, we're actually doing okay. Um, we got like a total of five viewers or five listeners. Well, including one from Russia. Um, oh yeah. I wonder where. Yeah, we got a, 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 a we got a listener from Russia apparently. So whoever you are, th- thank you. Thank you for following. Or like you said, which is more likely, it's a, it's a VPN. No, come on. I'd rather have as uh, you know somebody from Russia. Come right, on. Fair enough. Hey, it's 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 kind of tough to be Russian right now in it, Russia. It really is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of tough like, to be anything I mean, right look, now. Yeah, no, look. I mean, I don't want to get into politics, but come on. This, yeah. A lot of the Russian people are being cut off, and you know, at least they listen, got YouTube. At least they got golf. Golf politics is the only politics we're getting into. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, hey, yeah. Golf transcends borders, so that's, that's it. it. You're right. So um, I don't know. I guess thank you. I mean, I'll take anybody right now. I don't care who listens, as long as somebody's listening. I, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not fussy. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for listening to the first two or first one or clips or just whatever you're listening to. Um, but yeah, we've got some things to talk about. We've got some things to do. I've got a couple of ideas I want to try, and yeah, do you want to kick us off? Do you want Absolutely. To... Well, like you know, I think last time uh, episode two we talked about our experience in uh, St Andrews watching the Open, which was just such a surreal, surreal experience. Yeah. Uh, as a golf fan, as a golfer, and it's just a place where you you can't describe it in words. And uh, we we've been talking, 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 and it's for over an hour, and realized, wow, we haven't even talked half the experience. That yeah, we had that's right. So today. Part two of the Open special, the Open 150th in St. Andrews. Um, Before you, know. you carry on, it's been like over a week since we got back, right? Yeah. Do you still feel like, wow, that place was amazing? I still feel depressed, to be honest, but you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's crazy how, how good that place was. Yeah, I've yeah. watched videos from other people that have uh, been to the Open, like not famous people, like YouTubers or different podcasts or whatever, and everyone says exactly the same thing, is how special the place is and how special the place feels and um and I, honestly you won't understand it until you actually get there yeah it's like you know what, what you said in the last podcast you know you were there at the 149th open mm. at uh, in royal st george's nothing, and nothing it's a like great it. course isn't it but you know it's not a it's not a golf town no no, um, no it's no, no. just it's, it was nothing like what we went through mm. at st andrews it wasn't it, it doesn't even compare and even next year the year after it won't compare so I think we should put it down now in five years' time when it's back at St. Andrews. Mm. We need to go back. You think Tiger's still going to be there? I don't know, mate. I, I, I hope Rory's still there, let alone Tiger. Mm. Mm. Well, Rory's coming back in September to the uh, to London. To the Wentworth. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I hope we, we, we'll be there. I, we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there, Chenji. <laughs> I'm literally in Mexico the week before. And no I've way. I've changed my ticket. No. To come back earlier. Just when so is we can next year in September? No, this September. This yeah, September. Two months time, yeah, two months time. Yeah. John Ram's coming. Matt Fitzpatrick. What, Rory what's McElroy the date? Just confirmed. You know? 
Uh, I think it's the it's the weekend of the tenth, so it's like seventh oh, to the week before. 11th. I'm I'm in I'm in Cyprus for a wedding, and then the week after, I guess we're going to Wentworth. Well, sounds like we'll see we'll see you there. Well, I, I'll see you before then. I'm guessing. Absolutely. <laughs> if yeah. we want this podcast to kind of work. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Where do you want to start with the hundred and fifty? Well, where, where do we kind of leave off? You know, we, we were talking about our experience, kind of like you know, again, you know, we, we we mentioned briefly last time. You know, it's the difference between the open, especially in St Andrews, which is a public course, and the Masters at Augusta. Is one is a course you'll probably never be able to play in your lifetime. One is a place where you, even if you don't not not a golfer and don't play there, you can just walk up on any given Sunday and walk your dog around the course so yep. it's got the tradition of openness and the think whole, of the money they lose as well from closing on that sunday oh yeah of course yeah but, but no, they don't even care no, that, they, that's they the best they bit they don't care and no, because the spirit of it the spirit of st andrews is golf is for everyone you know it's yep. it's it's open to everyone and kind of like you know what we've what we've done is you know we were we were just walking around you know we were you know theo he was I mean, he was a bit of he was being a bit of a twat you know he was he tried he he, he went you know to the different tea boxes and he tried to take a bottle of water well, I didn't which he, try. well he just did it i didn't um, try i, I, got, I just, got what i wanted he just got what he wanted and then you know went across the boundaries and he went into the second the second green listen and just I'm, took a I'm, picture I'm with giving the you flag I'm absolutely giving, yeah and so. then the best you know, the thing is like you know, he's dragging me on the under the water as well I'm like yo give me, give me uh, here's my camera let's yeah, go yeah. So, let's, yeah let's shoot some content i, I, I only I for walked, you i walked on the green on the thing on the 16th or the 15th and uh, obviously I was like I want to get a picture next to the flag why wouldn't you I suppose oh, and I was like Chenji come with me come with me I'm just like Quick, oh, here's my. my phone it's already recorded just record me walking yeah, exactly. there's security everywhere no, they didn't seem to mind no they don't mind they don't mind you know, it, which just, was really weird but you know, then again we weren't there to like harm the place we weren't there to destroy no. the place or vandalize the place we were there to just show respect yeah and, and you know, just being excited little kids that's, that's all it was so then we you know we went to the jigger in didn't we and then we saw danny willard uh, you know he signed my glove talked a little bit about the belfry he just signed a you know um a couple of years i think like a big deal actually to host um the british masters at the belfry yeah. hosted by danny willard so just a great guy as well uh, we tried to buy him drinks but i think the weight like, yeah so we were we were sitting at the jigger in if you don't know the jigger in it's the pub overlooking like the old course it's just beautiful yeah, the, the you can, you're, you're literally in the in the in the uh, pub garden what do you, what's the word for the garden the pub there's a word for it there's a garden in the pub yeah a beer garden beer garden that, that's the word i was looking for so there's there's obviously like a beer garden and the beer garden you can is, i think it's like the 17 no 17th yeah road hole is the 17th or the 16th fairway? 17th 17th yeah yeah and it's just you're there you're watching everything so we're sitting down um we ordered food, we had some drinks, and then next to us on the table, literally next next to us, my cousin Stegio was like, that's Danny Willett next to us. And I'm like, what? Masters winner. Yeah, I'm like, we look over and I was like, oh, wow, that is Danny Willett. So yeah, um, they, they went and took a picture. I didn't go, I feel bad. I feel a bit weird. Like, it's their downtime. They're there to have a drink, have mm-hmm. a good time, which is, uh, again, what ha- I've done that twice, like three times. I've done that. I didn't, you, you took a picture with Danny Willett. I didn't take a picture with him. I just oh, did you ch- not? No, I just had a chat with him and oh. uh, he saw my glove. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what else, who else did you... The same thing. It was um, that uh, Cam Smith. Oh, Cam Smith, yeah. And no, that's else. Yeah, that story's going to come as well. Who else was it? Who? That you Yeah, after, after oh, Cam what? Smith. After Cam Smith? Yeah. Mark Leishman? Was, oh, yeah, it was Leishman. Yeah, yeah it was Leishman. You got yeah. that, that had the haircut, same yeah. as mine. Yeah, yeah. Not right. the same as mine. Yeah, similar to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... 
again, because they weren't on the golf course, I kind of feel weird coming like, oh, can I? Yeah, can it's I the personal it? space, isn't it? It is a personal space, but it is what it is. Um, to be fair, I'm gutted I didn't take a picture with Cam Smith now, <sighs> but it is what it is. Um, yeah, so Danny Willett was next to us. It was just, it was, that's just normal though in St. Andrews. Yeah, absolutely. He was it's having a laugh with his everywhere. mate. You yeah, know, yeah, people yeah. like, you know, I think, I think there was some, uh, there were some guys who I think were being a bit intrusive, obviously like, you know, there are, there's still a lot, there's obviously there were a lot of Americans, you oh, know, yeah. in, it, it was in, mainly Americans. It's mainly Americans, yeah. And, you know, not many might know, I mean, even though Danny Willard is a major winner, you know, mm. in Augusta, um, but I think a lot of people don't really recognize him. But then I think, and we were quite probably just went, we went there, I think, took some autographs and just came back to our table we weren't talking loud or anything and no. then there were these like you know two Brits that came over there went to Danny Willett just started loudly talking to him so yeah. everybody so you're drawing so, so they're like drawing attention to they're Danny drawing Willett. attention to like you know yeah this guy must be must be someone famous you know yes. and they're probably going to come over and yeah. it's just a bit obnoxious mm-hmm. um, but then again after a couple of pints some people can be oh yeah 100% like I'm, not, I'm not surprised um, but again you know still you know that's that's the kind of uh, you know that's the kind of experience you kind of you will be expected you can probably expect to yeah. have in St Andrews uh, during the Open and I wouldn't be surprised on a regular sort of you know well day you might see somebody that you might know from TV just hanging out there oh, 100% because yeah there's a lot of golfers out there that will cherish this experience yeah yeah so what happened then is you know we had dinner um, it's all fun you know and then we just kind of right you know we walked out and you're walking out on the um, 17th green, you know, the famous road hole where people, you know, use their putters to put from the gravel and yeah. which make it look like a chip, which is just absolutely incredible. I don't yeah. know how they do that, yeah. the professionals. And um, obviously right next to it, you know, uh, it was the um, 18th. So what we've done is we just... You're, you're going way too fast. Huh? You forgot about something. What? You forgot about Lee Westwood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't we talk about Lee Westwood last time? No, I don't think we did. Oh. No, we didn't. No? It's the, I, hope we, I hope we didn't. No, I think we did. I think we did, yeah. No, no, no. no. It's, was... it's in my notes, but we didn't. All oh, right, okay, cool. So, bef- walking to the Jigger Inn, mm. before Daniel Oh, yeah, it, true, but yeah, walking to the Jigger Inn. So, while we're walking, uh, we run into um, Lee Westwood. So, then, we're being respectful. Obviously, it's him, his <laughs> wife, and somebody else. I don't think it was his coach, but it might have been his coach. Probably his coach, yeah. Probably. So they're walking, and then I'm, we're waiting for him on the, I want to say, like, 16th tee. So or 15th a, tee. Earlier in the day, we were on the 16th, and Lee Westwood, you know, he was he was just coming off the 15th. He was putting on the green. Yeah. We were waiting for him by the 16th. Yeah. Um, actually, no, sorry. He was coming off the 16th green, going on to the 17th, which is that famous hole yeah. where you hit it beyond the Old Course Hotel. Yes. Right? And so we were just waiting for him and um, kind of like, you know, he was having, having some good charts, did some practice on the greens and then he came over and signed our flags. Yeah, and like, we would be great, very respectful. respectful. Again, we are just like, good luck, didn't, didn't you know, shout, wish you all the best. All the best, Westie. And uh, we, we were like talking. Uh, you, you asked him about the golf course that he was playing at. And oh, like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously like, you know, he, I think, uh, is he one of the owners or, but you know, he's his course is the Close House in Newcastle Way. Mm. Um, which I think is where he's from, and I just told him, yeah, and then he just literally played there, I think, a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. Like yesterday. So Chenji and Lee Westwood were talking, <laughs> and then, yeah, I got my, uh, I got like a big um, Quiet Please sign, yeah. which was expensive, which was way overpriced. Way overpriced. And uh, and I was like, oh, perfect, so he signed it. I said, do it nice and big. He ended up doing it upside down, so, and you can tell, even though it's a signature, you can tell it's upside down. Nah. Anyway, I'm not bothered. I'm very, I'm very grateful. So, so we left him to it. He tees off. Yeah. And then and then we carry on. And as we're walking around, we went to get our bags from the open shop because we left them there, right? Yeah, we did, As we're yeah. walking back to the Jigger Inn, it was like that thing where we talked about 
last um, last episode where to go to certain places you have to cross over certain crossings certain fairway crossings so as we're crossing over um, Lee Westwood is coming kind of towards us to go to the next tee so we kind of time it right probably, and we're going, like, probably going home actually no he was going to the 18th oh right okay yeah so uh, we were timing it right and we were walking we were like in, we could see the jigger in so he was about 100 yards away from us or 70 yards away from us and he was bent over in his bag doing something so we're like okay just leave him to it obviously and then we kind of carried on and by the time we, we, we were where we were supposed to be Lee Westwood was like 10 yards away so he goes to, so I said to him, Lee, why don't you join, join us at the Jigger Inn for a, for a pint? And then he started laughing, his wife started laughing. I'm like, oh no, no, I'm working. I'm like, come on, Lee, like, it's hot. You had a long day, work over at the Jigger Inn. Come on, we'll get you a drink. Honestly, I can... And oh, of course your wife as well, you know. She's yeah, welcome. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And your like, coach. Everybody's and welcome. Everybody, like, we, yeah. we don't care, just come for a drink. But he was like, oh, thank you, lads. Thank you, thank you. So anyways, he's walking towards us and he goes, here, I've got a present for you. And I'm like, what? So he hands us three signed golf balls. Titleist Pro V1X. Titleist, but but the best thing was, he saw us. He so he remembered us from, from like ten minutes before. Yeah, yeah. Right. So when he was bent over in his bag, he was actually signing the balls, and he saw that he was going to come towards us, and then he just like we, it, it wasn't because we asked him for a drink that like he gave us the balls. He was he was already planning on giving us the balls beforehand. Mm. And I was like, that's so cool, man. That's amazing. I did not expect that from Lee Westwood. No, no. Seriously. It was it was great. The, be- the best part was, he, there was four of us and he gave us three balls. <laughs> yes. So he only gave us three, I... he, he gave us three balls and we were like, obviously we're like, Lee Westwood, like Lee, well, imagine calling it <laughs> Lee Westwood, I'm so Lee grateful. West- thank you, Lee, Lee Westwood. Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lee, thank you so much, you know, have a great round. Um, honestly, join us for a drink if you want and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, no, here you go, have the balls, you know, ha- have a great day. And I was, I genuinely didn't expect that from, from Lee. No, we, I we don't think we... were like kids, obviously. We were like, oh my God, we were like comparing balls or whatever. <laughs> but obviously there was four of us and there was three balls. At this point, Chetji wasn't as close to us as... as we were right so it was me my uncle and my cousin so obviously we get the three balls and i'm like oh no chenji man i'm so sorry and i was no, like it's all right i love it's you right. but i'm not i'm not giving you this ball no. i'm so sorry <laughs> I, I can't do that and then uh, and my uncle goes uh and my uncle actually gave him gave chenji shout, shout out to uncle shout out to uncle Aggie. he actually gave him uh his ball that he got he gave it to chenji Chenji wasn't close to tears. Like, he was like, oh, thank you. He was very grateful. Oh, thank you, yes. So, yeah, man, I'm glad he actually did that. Absolutely. Because I felt bad because there's no way I was giving you my one. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way. No, it's absolutely fine. I mean, But, I... yeah, um, I'm glad he did that. That's yeah, very, very no, cool of him. Very cool of him. And, so, uh, yeah, and then we... And obviously he knows how big of a fanatic we are about golf. So. Yeah, and, and I was just so grateful for Lee, Lee honestly... Um, thank a, you man just such a great guy yeah you know? he and, was, you know, I pe- didn't expect that and people will kind of like you know talk crap about him yeah. uh, because he's joined the live tour right um, but you know it's cares, come on man, at this point exactly. at this point come on all these people are nice people they're just trying to you know they're trying to have a good time hey sure people will say oh they already got enough money you know but why are they looking for more money and it's like uh, I mean that's their choice yeah um, it is what it is you know, so I don't care. Mm, it's exactly. not. It's not. It's not to but me. I'm, again, I, not, he's, he's, my opinion is not going to change anything. The, is it? The only thing about Westwood, okay, and there's no disrespect. Why? I mean, your your wife, who is not very, who's not a very big person, is carrying that heavy as staff bag. Um, it makes no sense, does it? I I feel bad. I just I don't know. It just no. It's not. It's no disrespect to like obviously like you know to women, but she, the the bag is literally almost as. Hall is her 
and plus every I mean I must looked very very heavy and yeah, I, she I was a bit struggling but I mean she's done she's done it for years and years yeah, yeah so she's so probably used to it but she's it already fine is. with it but they, I, I really it obviously works for them I really hope Westwood gives her a very good back massage after every round that she's carried for him yes I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure she's very well looked after <laughs> but yeah we're very grateful thank you Lee for that uh, obviously he's not watching <laughs> but if, in case you are in case you are um, I'm, I'm gutted you didn't join us for a drink at the Jigger Inn so yeah, we uh, went to Jigger Inn. But maybe, maybe see you next time at Close House. So, yeah, maybe. Mm. He's the kind of guy that would like. He would see a chip on the green, and he would like, oh, do this. Yeah, try this. Yeah, he try would. That. I think so. Yeah. Him he and Tommy Fleetwood, I think, are the two people that would actually yeah. walk up to you and be like, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you, uh, you know, put the weight on your front yeah. foot a little bit and, more? And then just run away. And then. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we're, we are very grateful. So thank you for that, Lee. Um, yeah, uh, it was a very nice fan interaction that Absolutely. you uh, that you did for us. Yeah, and then we meet Danny Willett at the Jigger Inn, and then we're like, guys, I said to them, we're not leaving until we walk on the Swilkham Bridge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't care how we're doing it, we're going to wait, I don't know if it's going to get dark, we've got flashes on our phones, we are taking pictures on the Swilkham Bridge. So everybody was like, okay, cool, so we ordered food, we had some drinks, and we're waiting for it to just die down, basically. This was after everything finished, everybody's finished uh, practicing, Everybody's like, all the fans are heading home, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, now's the time. So we go, we, um, I don't remember, like we just, I don't know, I don't remember how we walked onto the actual course. No, because we, le- we left Jigger Inn and the Jigger Inn is obviously like, you know, surrounding the, the right-hand side of the 17th uh, green. Yeah. And we're just kind of like walking towards the exit, I suppose, and it's been a long day. And then saw an opening and we just said right okay you know you can just easily walk i mean it's yeah. not like it was completely cool enough we had to climb the fence but no no no, no. Just, we, there was literally no fence to climb. there was literally an opening we, where yeah. you can just walk um so, so we walked there was a marked boundary and but it doesn't say that you can't walk to the other yeah. side so we just walked towards the 18th t and so we'll just carry on walking just carry on and walking. then we were and like <laughs> and then we as we're walking we're, we're like 100, 200 yards, 150 yards from the Swilkham Bridge. Yeah. And we see some other like people there taking pictures and we're like, oh, wicked, okay. So the plan is, I was like, quick guys, let's go. Let's help them take some pictures. I'll help them take pictures because there was like two or three guys. So obviously they taking were like, self- trying, they were taking take selfies. selfies. Yeah, selfies. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, um, I'll help them and then they can help us take pictures of That's us. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. So I'll go over and I'm like, guys, stop, stop, stop. And they kind of, they were a bit scared. I was like, give me your phone. I'll take pictures of you guys. They're like, oh my God, they were Americans, I think. I was like, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. So I take pictures of them. And then I'm like, could you do the same for us? He was like, yeah, no problem. So they ended up taking pictures of us. Obviously, yeah, by, by this point, yeah. one of us working bridge, they weren't very good pictures. No. So then, um, obviously, we take individual pictures. And we and did, it was it was it was first of all it was obviously Theo because of the obnoxious um, person he is. Yes. So and then he was like, "Oh, take a no, picture." No, that's not true. Actually, I was the last person. No, you were the first. I wasn't the first. You were the first. I don't think I was, mate. Were you the first? I don't think I was. No, wait, maybe. I, th- I think I was last. I was like, oh, let's get no. all your pictures. Un- Uncle was first. Uncle was Uncle first. Uncle was first, then yes. Was, uh, and then he was my because they took pictures together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. And then it was you, and then it was yeah, me. Yeah, that's true, so that's true, that's I was, true. I was like, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. No, but the funny much. thing was happened, like, and I think that ties to my earlier story about, you know, why this is such an, you know, a, a public cause and an open and welcoming cause. So while we were taking pictures for, you know, your cousin and uncle, um, and the security guy with the yeah. proper, you know, uh, so, so, high visibility jacket. So came. proper full on security, just walk. He's walking over. Yeah. And I, I, turn, I turn around, and I'm like, guys, quick! I, I, we haven't taken, we haven't taken my pictures yet. <laughs> we haven't. Hurry exactly. up! I want to take because the security is on the way. And they were like, okay, okay, okay. And then secure. And as I'm about to go, security comes, 
And then he goes, guys, stop, 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 stop. You can't be here. Can't you can't that. be here. And then we're like, oh my God, we're so sorry. We're leaving now. And then he goes, ah, <laughs> I got you. He's like, give me your phone. I take pictures of you. And I'm like, yes. 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 <laughs> we all high-fived him. Yeah, he was such, you, a, the, such honestly, a great guy. The, everybody, the, um, the volunteers there, the marshals, the, the security, everybody was just so nice to everybody. I'm sure they, were, they kept getting asked like the same questions over and over again. Yeah. Like, oh, where's this place? Where's, where's the shop? Well, the toilets or whatever, and they were just so respectful. They weren't bored of answering the no, same questions. No, they were super again. nice, and they were very helpful. Look, so, I was asking them, like, do you know where Tiger is and where he? Yeah, off? and they were like, oh yeah, I think he's actually on yeah, the yeah. And, so but he might have finished. Was just so nice and and uh, respectful and helpful, and it was just good. So yeah, so the security guard actually took pictures of all four of us, which is actually good. The great picture, actually. Yeah, yeah, great picture. So then um, we left. No, sorry, he left, and then I took some pictures by myself. Then we obviously took the obligatory video of walking over the bridge and then all this stuff we, we basically just did everything that we needed to do yeah next time we go out and play at, the, at st andrews we actually don't need to take any pictures at Swickham bridge oh, we, no, taken speak, speak for yourself I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna take a bunch of pictures yeah we probably are but yeah it was um yeah we took pictures we walked over the bridge we took some pictures um by the grandstands we took pictures by the green we took pictures by the first tee and then an actual um, tough security guard goes. I'm sorry, guys. You can't actually be here. He goes to me. But he goes to us. What did he say to you? What are you? Are you? Are you staff? Are you like? What are you? And then he was like, Oh, we're just spectators, mate. He goes, Yeah, you need to leave. And we're like, Yeah, cool. We're taking all the pictures we need. <laughs> we're off. See you later. There we go. So yeah, we just walked off, and then uh, we had like a bunch of bags that we obviously we spent so much money at, at, at in there for like souvenirs and everything. So um, we're like, Okay, let's go now. So we go to the car. Mm, yeah, we drop everything back in the car. And then Chenji, uh, we, we, were like, we were like, okay, we've done everything we need to do. Let's go home. Let's go home. And then Chenji was like, should we go back for another Oh, no, 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 wait one second. Because, no, because before that, the reason why is, right, okay, because we, what we've done is we came into San Andrews, we drove into San Andrews early in the morning at like, you know, eight o'clock. Yes. And, um... 8.30. 8.30, 8.25. Um, and, it's, it's... um, Theo, he bought a park and ride ticket beforehand so we we're gonna park and ride take a bus take a bus into san andrews and then go into the open and the park and ride seemed a bit far away and you know i think the last bus as well it probably wasn't going to be that late so we just drove into san andrews we found all street where there wasn't any that's sort of like you know, it wasn't closed off and people were parking there we found this little space where you know there was a basically um you know, a quarter of my car was on a double yellow, but it was actually a legitimate space. Yeah. Um, it might have been, I think in the, in the end, it was a parking for resident only anyway, but we're which just we saying, that. which we didn't know, but we just said, you know, all to, you know, if we get the, if we get a ticket, we'll, we'll split, split it, for, it. Yeah. we'll split it four ways. If it's a hundred pound, 25 pound each, it's all right. not the it end of the world, is. cost for, of doing business. For, um, for the convenience. For the convenience, so yeah, come on, you know, if you yes. if you wanted to park anywhere near to the uh, open, um, you know, you have to get four hospitality tickets costing £600 each. That's right. Um, to get one parking pass. Um, so anyway, yeah, so we, when we drop off our bags, and I was just saying to everyone, oh yeah, yeah you reckon we're going to get a ticket? So, and we go there, and lo and behold, we got a ticket. We got a and ticket. And then we're just like, right, you know, how much is this going to set us back? And I open up the, uh, the ticket, and it said £60. And following that, it said... If you pay within 14 days, it will be reduced by 50%, so £30. I just chucked out my phone and just paid that thing right away. £30. £30. £30. 30 seconds from the old course. <laughs> it's just Worth incredible. It. And so basically, yeah, so we're just thinking, right. No, so And then obviously we're all going to go back. And I just thought, guys, 
didn't we park here so we can enjoy a bit longer time here? Just kind of you know. At this point, it was getting drink. dark, right? It was getting dark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, we're not in a we're not in a rush. Let me move it that way. <laughs> yeah, carry on. I want to see your beautiful face on camera. Trendy. Yeah. So we're not in a we're not in a rush. So I just said to everyone, "Shall we just have a drink? It's on me." Um, and I was like. I, I was like, I was waiting for somebody to say no, so I could be like, yeah, let's just go home. I was tired because I did everything I wanted to do. I've met everybody. My flag was full of signatures. I spent all my money. Obviously, obviously I had more money, but that's not the point. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm ready to just go to have a shower. I was, was hot and sticky. Mm. But then everyone was like, Ade, let's go for one more drink. So I was like, okay, let's go. One more drink. You know, so, so we walk into the pub. So we, 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 put, we put our bags. <laughs> everything was a story that day, man. No, seriously. Honestly, though. everything so, was a story. We put our bags inside there, right? Yeah. Inside the car. And we just said, okay, yeah, let's just go walk across and, you know, go somewhere. You know, maybe the Dun Vegan, maybe somewhere somewhere in the pub. We can just have a drink, just a pint, and then we'll go home. Um, we walk out from the little sort of residential road where we parked our car and onto the main road. And right opposite that road, there was a pub. Um, and you had to walk down some stairs to get no, to no, the pub. So then the thing is, before we weren't we weren't originally going to go to that pub. No. But then I saw somebody with a mullet <laughs> running inside straight away. We were on running the inside the, road, the pub. Right? Chenji goes, "Hey, um, there's Cam Smith. That's Cam Smith <laughs> with his bloody mullet." <laughs> So he was like on the opposite. He was walking down the stairs, right? And yeah, like, into the pub. So we we seen like the back of Cam Smith, and then he was like, "Oh, hey, there's Cam Smith." And so we're like, "Okay, I guess we're going there for a drink." Yeah, exactly. So uh, we go in, we sit down outside, and then he goes. I go in, order order us a round of drinks. My cousin goes. I need to go to the toilet, and uh, my cousin goes to the toilet. Shall we say this bit? Well, obviously, so, I mean, he was going inside and uh, he wasn't ordering any drinks or anything, so he must have gone to the toilet. Yeah. And then, you know, your cousin... He goes in, he comes out, and then he goes, He's there's, there's nobody in. I'm, <laughs> there's nobody in, like, the pub or the toilet. And at this point, I'm thinking, oh, what if there's, like, a secret entryway, like a VIP room? I, I didn't tell you this. It's <laughs> like, what if there's, like, a little VIP yeah, room? because I was ordering a drink at the time. Yeah, and, uh, like, the, there's, like, a bunch of players somewhere. So I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, I need to use the toilet now, all of a sudden. <laughs> So of, I'm like, of I'm course, like going around and I'm like pushing no. the, like, the like the wood on the <laughs> panels. I'm not joking. I was like, Are was, you joking? Yeah, no, no, no. No, you didn't tell I, me that. No, I forgot. And then <laughs> I walk in. I'm like, no, there's no, there is no secret entryway to like a VIP section. So I go to the toilet. Uh, I actually wash my hands and my face. And then I'm like, there's one stall, and I'm like, <laughs> I go and push the stall, and the stall's locked. And then I'm like, okay, cool. So I come out. And I'm like, hey guys. Uh, Cam Smith is in the toilet. <laughs> in the- Cam Smith is locked in the toilet. Anyway, so obviously we sit there, we're having a drink, and about two, three, four, ten minutes later, Cam Smith comes out, and we're like, oh, hi Cam, you all right? And then, so there is no secret entrance. There is no secret. He was just in the toilet. Doing my, a, my, just maybe doing a number two, yeah. Yeah, So uh, which is fair play. And uh, yeah, he comes out, we're like, oh, hi, can we take a picture? I sat down, I didn't take a picture with him, because again, I felt bad for the fact of, he, he looked like he was rushing to get somewhere. Well, back, back to his pint. <laughs> yeah, back to his pint. It's getting, it's getting warm. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, yeah, they got up. They took a picture with him. They, we wished him luck. And then, uh, yeah, he carried on going. Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the hat. <laughs> so if, if you're watching. So, I mean, obviously, we, at that point, we, we, like, we put all of our stuff back in the car. Yes. And I, was just, I just happened to have this car with me. I just was too lazy to you know, put it in the car. Just, I was just wearing it and um, 
just ask him, yeah, can you sign my hat, please? And yeah, uh, yeah you just did. You know, happy about it. And again, you know, just I, I really like Adam Smith. Yeah, he's such a uh, good. Mm, I like him. I, I like him. No, because I, I, I vividly, vividly, you know, the Players' Championship yeah. this year, and you know, his balls on the seventeenth green, yeah, hitting that shot that he did. Yeah, he he's an incredible player. And making birdie from there. Yeah, well, I I I do like Cam Smith. I think he's unbelievable. I think he. He's the type of player that he's just talented. He doesn't even try. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he, it doesn't look like he tries to like. Hit I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. Yeah, try, but you I know. mean, he just makes it look so effortless. And like I, have, I seen a video of him the other day where when he on his putting, he he doesn't take a uh, a practice stroke. Mm. He just feels the putt. No, he's a field player, you know. And I'm he, like, that's incredible. And, then, like, and then on the other side, you hear uh, Rory talk about putts, and he's like, you need to like you know, line it up. I take my time. I practice. Blah 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 blah. And then. Cam Smith is just sinking twenty foot putts like yeah. it's nothing, and you know spending. You and know, he's, not even, he's not even like sinking them in. He's not even like on the edge of the hole. It's like bang in the middle of the hole. He's mm-hmm. just sinked, sink, go, go. And, and having a couple incredible. of pints with his mates, you know, during yeah. the open week, ha- having, having a great time, which having is a good time, which Absolutely. is exactly is what amazing, you want yeah. from these people. They're humans. They want to have a good time. They, they deserve to have a good time. So I took a selfie with him. Yep, got my hat signed. Yep, and two minutes later. Two minutes later, somebody else comes. Mark Leishman came in to um to go to the same toilet. Go to the same toilet, and then they signed um, the other one sat, over here. Out, t- took some pictures. Yeah, so you know, Team Aussie. Yeah, and then right. again, um, asked him what Minwoo Lee is. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been Min- like the we ultimate. love Minwoo. Yeah, yeah we lo- I love Minwoo Lee. It's a great guy, isn't he? And uh, yeah, that would have been like the, not a good cool. little trio on your hat. Yeah, because I mean, I think there was a bunch of you know Australian players. You know, they were just hanging out. Same pub. You know, they were just upstairs. You know, yeah. outside open. I think people came. In, it was a really drunk guy, I think, mm. came in trying to talk to them. I think he was very obnoxious. Yeah, and, and then, just, yeah, yeah, it was completely wasted. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it wasn't very nice. Yeah, we had a drink, we left, and then that was it. But uh, yeah. anything else? So what else happened? Seriously, I'm just happy to have gotten the signed hat at the home of golf. Yeah, from the open I didn't expe- championship I didn't, winner. I didn't think he would smash it like he did on the, on the back nine. Five. Well, he got six birds in total. But he got five in a row. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> he got five birdies in a row. And I was gutted. The reason why I'm a bit 50-50 with Cam is because I wanted Rory to win so bad. I'm gutted. Well, then again, he came third. But it was just incredible golf by Cam Smith. Hey, look, oh, I, my God. Just incredible. <clears throat> like I, I love Rory. Yeah. I, want, I want him to win. And he's such a good uh, yeah. player. Yeah. I just think he's a bit too famous. Look, I, we saw him I a few know. times. In, inside the open yeah, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even sign the kids as well no no he wouldn't and I, I I get it because like you said if you stop for one mate you're going to get swarmed with people you're yeah, not even true there. true yeah he's but, probably used to it you yeah, know, but, do you know what was surprised though every time we saw him he was completely by himself yeah, yeah. he wasn't with his caddy there was no security around him there was it was just him walking like across from where we were to the driving range or to the putting completely by himself mm. he was like hey guys not now whatever he was just focused Cam Smith though he doesn't look like the kind of guy where he's just so super focused mm. where he doesn't see around like what's going on around him I yeah. don't know but he was um, I, don't, I didn't expect anything more from from Rory if that makes sense yeah, true. I don't mean that in a bad way it's just I don't I well don't to be fair you know one you know yeah I suppose you're right you know Rory's at work in the course mm. and then Cam is just relaxed having a drink um, in the pub so you never I don't think you see Rory like in the 
than Vegan or the Jigarin. No, I don't know. She's too big. Yeah, probably not. Too famous. No. He'll he'll be yeah. That like he would not be able to like be but left all, in peace. But also, but also, come on, he's got a he's got a young baby as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I want to talk about something else. Go on. I didn't tell you this. I went to the driving range a couple of days ago. I wanted to try that Top Tracer 30. Have you heard about this? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so you get a handicap, don't you? Yes. Like an estimated handicap, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly what you get. Yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to try it. So I had a, a, bit of a, a bit of a break from work, and I was like, oh, I'll go and try it, and then I'll share my results kind of thing. So I go there, um, and I'm like, I'll warm up for a bit. I got like 120 balls. Mate, at the beginning, I was warming up, and I was just hitting shots. Like there was, you know, like when you go to the drumming range, you just hit shots. Like you're just flushing every single shot. Mm. I don't know because it's a drumming range. I don't know because you're hitting the same shot over and over again. But I uh, mate, I was, you know, the, the Branson drumming range where mm-hmm. there's like, I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. So you know where there's like uh, the basket, yeah. like 60 yards away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'm, I got my sandwich and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try. And as soon as I get a ball in the in the basket, yeah. I'll I'll change to a pitching wedge. Yeah, I had like this little uh, task to do. And uh, I get the first one, I'm like two yards out. Third one, four yards out. Uh, fifth one, it goes in. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, he went straight in. Really? I'm like, okay, wicked. I'm like, I wonder if I can do it again. So I get my sandwich, next ball, nice and high, and it goes straight in the basket. I'm like, this is nice, this is cool. I'm like, I wonder if I can do it again. I did it three times in a row. No. I'm not joking, I swear to God. I did it, through, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, why can't I do this on the, on the golf course? And I've actually figured something out. So, uh, and then I get my pitching wedge and I'm hitting nice shots, nice and far. And then I get my five iron, I get my driver, I'm flushing my, like every single shot. There wasn't a shot that was out of line, that wasn't long, that wasn't perfect. It was just, everything was just too good to be true. So then I'm like, okay, I'm nice and warm now. I'll, hit, I'll do the top chaser thing. So I loaded the top chaser up. I actually took a video, but I didn't like the video. It was going to put it on TikTok, but I didn't like the way it turned out. Um... So you put your details in, you put your actual handicap in, mm-hmm. and then you start off. It's thirty shots, and then you're you're on um you're on a course, and and he's telling you, okay, now you're you're driving. You don't need to, to use the driver. You can use whatever club you feel comfortable with. And it says on the thing, it's not all about distance. It's it's more about accuracy and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, cool. So I get my driver out. I hit the first one. It goes like two hundred and forty yards on the edge of the fairway, mm-hmm. but there's like a tree in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay. So so then my score comes up. Goes distance. You got you gained, uh, you gained um, shots, but because you got a tree in front of you, you you lost a shot. Right. That's how, that's kind of how it yeah, works. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, you're good with distance. Yeah. But then again, your next shot is going to be difficult. Yeah, yeah. So, you lost so then, okay. So my second shot, it was a it was a driver again, and I, I did it. It was on the fairway. I gained like half a shot. Perfect. And then he goes, oh, uh, you're 130 yards out, and then there's like a bunker before the green, like a green side bunker. So I, I get it on the, in the bunker. He goes, oh yeah, distance, uh, accuracy, good. But because you got in the bunker, obviously you, you lost a shot. Yeah. So that, that's basically the game. You need to think about every single shot. Um, you can't be too long, you can't be too short, you can't be out. So you need to be accurate, you need to be, that your distance has to be spot on, right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm hitting shots and then I start slicing my driver and I start, shanking balls and I start so when I had the chance to hit proper shots I couldn't do it so it's the same thing when you're practicing on the driving range you're flushing all these shots because they don't actually mean anything 
But the second they actually mean something, you start to get a little bit nervous without even wanting to get nervous. And you just start messing up and making mistakes. I was topping shots. I was like where I thought in the beginning where my shot was perfect in line, I would do the same thing again. But then I would be looking at the monitor and it's like, oh, uh, I'm actually like 10 yards to the left too much. And I'm like in the bunker or I'm in the rough or I'm in the, on, on the edge. So I'm like, that's the same thing with when you're playing golf in real life. Mm. You're, before you start a round, you're, um, you, you go to the driving range or whatever, you're hitting a few putts. You're, every time I go to, 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 uh, to play golf and I'm like practicing my putting, mate, you, I could put a 30 yard putt with my eyes closed. No, yeah. Absolutely. The second I'm on the actual golf course, on the first green, whatever, mate, I will miss a one yard putt. And I'm like, it doesn't mean anything. I'm not trying to put a card in. It's not a competition, but I'm still nervous. Mm. It's like, why do, why do we get like this? Why does this happen? Why is it that before I did the top tracer 30, uh, I was flushing 220 shots with my five iron, mm -hmm. which for some reason I'm smashing right now. And then when I go to actually hit a 200 yard shot with my, I was like, oh yeah, 200 yard approach shot. I was like, oh, I'll get my five iron. It will bounce and roll on, whatever. Mate, I, I, I topped it. And I'm like, why, why did that happen? When it, when it had to count, when it was time for it to count, I couldn't perform. Mm. But when it doesn't count. That's what she said as well. Yeah, I know. Mate, honestly, I, was, I, got, I got really frustrated really? at the end. Yeah. And then um, I started messing up a, a lot. And I ended up getting like, my handicap was like 23 or 24 by the end of it. And I was like, oh, I know I'm better than this. And then I tried again. And the more I was like, and I did it the first time. It was, it was like 23.2 handicap. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna try again, try and beat that. I mean, it was even worse. Like even from every single driver at the first one, it was just like, it was so bad. Slicing, hooking, not going far enough, not going, you know, short enough, whatever. I was just, uh, I had like a 60 yard, um, I don't know, like a chip. And I would, for some reason, get it, like just over hit it or under hit it. I, was, I don't know, man. I was, and I was like, forget this. And I packed up my stuff and just went home. I don't know, man. It was just weird. So uh, it's just one of those things where... Well, half the game of golf is a bit of a mental game, isn't it? it? No, no, mate. It's 90% I think is mental. Mm, yeah, like, I genuinely think we have the shots. I was like, when I was practicing, I was like, okay, now I'm going to try and draw it. Perfectly or draw. I was like, okay, now I'm going to try and fade it. Perfectly or fade. I was like, now I'm going to really try and like prop it full on, draw it. Perfect. I was pulling out shots like I've never done before because it didn't mean anything. The second I wanted to do it in real life, nope. Like, no, mate, you're not drawing this. It's, this is going straight. This is going exactly where you were aiming. Mm. So it's just, it's just the mental game of golf. I think we will never get down. I think even the pros like Rory or whoever, Tiger Woods, they still struggle with it. So we need to come up with a way to overcome that a little bit. So we play, so we can keep up with, so we can keep up with average golf. Mm -hmm. Obviously, mm -hmm. we're not trying to turn pro. We're not trying to get stupidly good, um, but. It's just annoying, man, like how the second you have one bad shot, everything kind of just goes bad and it's like a snowball effect. Absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you what, my experience yesterday, I went on a golf society day, you know, and uh, we played a lovely little course. Um, and Where did you play, actually? Hmm? Where did you play? Um, in like Leicestershire. 
Yeah? Yeah. You don't know the course? Uh, it's got Wolseley Park. It's actually nice. It's a nice little course. Yeah. Uh, quite um, relatively challenging. Not the hardest course, not the easiest course either, par 70. And uh, I shot I shot the best run of my life. I shot at 84. Oh, wicked, man. Right? Um, well done. It was really good. And the, yeah. th- the thing was, and the thing is, it could have been better because I had a bloody, I had a four putt no on way. a bloody par three where I reached the bloody green. No. Anyway, yeah. Uh, long story short, right? You know, a tale of two people. So one is, you know, one is actually one of my playing partners in my in our four ball, right? He started really, really well. Um, he's about a 16 handicapper and hit, hit I think, two bad tee shots and it just completely uh, switched him off. Yeah. He was shanking every ball off the tee. He was losing balls. And when he was, uh, and when he made a decent sort of tee shot with the driver, he would shank an iron, you know, shank a wedge right into the woods, losing balls. I feel like and we have like one good shot in us per hole. So if you're going to drive it well, your irons are going to be bad. If you don't drive it well, your irons are going to be good. But the thing is, like, he just, I mean, he, I think he had a bit of an anger issue as well. Which oh, is well, mate, we all had anger issues. Yeah, we, we all was do. Was it with Leo I was playing with on mm-hmm. Sunday? Who did I play with last? No, it was with Leo and yeah. my cousin Stel. So we went to play, quick story, and it was like a chip. It was the easiest chip. I was on the middle of the fairway. Uh, it was like a 30-yard, 40-yard chip, Yeah, right? And it was like, the grass was perfect. So I can't even blame Malai. I can't even blame, blame the grass. I, it was perfectly green. It wasn't even like because of the weather. You cleaned your clubs. I cleaned my club, <laughs> right? All I had was a bunker and then it was the green. And I was like, all I have to do is just get it nice and high, which I love those shots. And then just get it to, to just land. Anywhere on the green, I'm happy. Mate, I completely chunk it. Oh. It goes straight in the in the bunker. And I got so angry. I've never done this. No way. I got my 60 degree arrow just smashing it on the floor. No, why? I've, I was like, the easiest shot in golf. Well, not the easiest, but I just got so in my head. I was like, all I had to do is just get it under the ball. And I did everything else apart from getting under the ball. So I never, I don't really show my anger too much when I'm playing golf. I try to hold it in. I try. But that, I was like, no way. I hit the perfect I, drive. I, I, I think, to be fair, it's because it was too hot that day. May honestly, it was late. It, it was like on the seventeenth. It was sick on the sixteenth, and it wasn't even that hot. Like I can't even blame it on anything. It was purely my fault. Mm. It, it wasn't. Well, I lucky it happened on seventeenth because the thing is, like, you know, if you're angry, it really, you know, it really affects you. It yeah. really affects you. And the thing is, it affects your teammates as well. To be honest, your playing partners. Yeah. Because the vibe it just kills it off a bit, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? I know. Um, I try to be respectful because this is, and this is the thing, you know. I'm not trying to be a scratch handicapper. I'm not trying to be a scratch no. golfer, or you know, or even like single digits. You know, for me, 10, 12, perfect. Because yeah. that way, I tell myself, I get 10, 12 bad shots, and I'm happy. And yeah. when I hit a bad shot, yeah. I just tell myself, I'm not that good. I'm not good enough. So, you know, there's no anger there. I'm yeah. just not good enough. Whereas if I'm a scratch golfer, knowing that I, you know, I should be hitting par every single time, almost. Right, yeah. and I hit a bad shot, and I do like you know say five over, ten over. I'm just gonna, it's gonna ruin my day. I think. No, I, so I, I think that's I, why I you know ten, twelve handicap is like perfect, perfect for me. Even I'll take I'll take twelve, twelve to, twelve to fourteen. I'm I'll be very happy with. Yeah. So like coming back to my earlier story, right? So obviously like you know yeah, my playing partner, he was a bit you know just started to be a bit angry, affect the mood of everybody. But you know again, his mental game just wasn't there, and he was just losing. I think he probably lost about fifteen balls in the <laughs> round. Um, and for me, you know, I had a really good round, obviously. Mm. And after the round, I just did a bit of a summary, I suppose. Yeah. I was, the best part of my game was my driving. Yeah. You know, I've never hit drives to the straight. Every single, I used my drive, I didn't use my driver a lot. I used it for maybe six holes. Yeah. But for all six times that I've used it off the tee, 
it went far and it went straight yeah right and um yeah and then i was you know looking at the courses um looking at some of the holes that it wasn't very long 350 yard par fours no need to pull out the driver just yeah. need, just the three just the three wood yeah um and it was worked it worked out really well there my approach shot was really bad and my putting was you know obviously there was a four putt but it was on average it was on you know on all, all in all it was quite good now the only difference i've made is i took my time because it was a golf society day yeah there were four balls in front of you you had to wait for them and there were four balls behind you and they were just friends and family i suppose you know it's no big deal nobody chasing you and you just had time so before my tee shot you know how tiger sets up his tee shots right? right he goes behind the ball first grips it grips it looks at his target yeah, yeah, yeah. right and then stares as a target sets it sets up in front of the ball yeah looks at the ball does a bit of a you know wiggle, wiggle wiggle and then swing it so i tried exactly the same thing yeah right i go be i tee, tee up my box uh, tee up my ball i just go behind the ball i look at the target you know if it's like you know if it's like a sort of rightward sloping um fairway i would just look a bit more left it yeah. was a bit of like you know there was a bit of you know if the uh, fair if there was a dog leg um right then again i would also aim a bit left right and um just put my put my driver or my three wood right you know towards the target yeah and i look at the target while i set up um you know in front of my ball and just do a bit of a wiggle um my playing partners were like it looks like you're like dancing there every time you're there it's like that's it's great. working mate it's fine. leave me and, alone yeah and then i just calm myself down don't think about the shots and because i've thought about the shot before i'm trying to hit it mm. i'm thinking about where i want to hit it yeah when i'm setting myself up so when i swing it what i'm doing is just swing it you say it like it's so easy right seriously no but it just seriously it was like euphoria so, it was like so, euphoria okay so let's let's break it down what Chenji's going through right now, we've all gone through it at some point. We all feel like we've. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I've mastered the game. No, no, no. But seriously, just calm yourself down after that shot. Have a think. But calm yourself down. I can't wait until you play next. And then shank the first tee. Well, no. I, I hope you don't. Listen, I really hope you don't. But it's one of those things where you play the best golf of your life one day, which is the typical average golfer. You play your best golf of, of your life one day and then you play the worst golf of your life the next. Which is exactly what I went through a couple of, a few weeks ago when we were in Cyprus. Yeah, you did, hit 82, didn't you? I got 81. I think it was 81. It was either 81 or 82, right? Right now, I could sit here and hand on my heart tell you I have no idea how I got 81 because that's how bad I'm playing right now. I couldn't tell you how I got 81. I couldn't tell you that, oh, it, it was my driving, it was my irons, it was this, it was that. Mate, I, right now I'm playing so bad, I could never in a million years see myself getting an eight, anywhere near 85 or 87, ever. It's just, I'm, I'm going through a tough spot right now. So I don't know. And I'm not, I, don't, I never rush anyway. I don't, I, I know I have every single shot in the bag. I know I do. It's just actually picking my moments and doing it. New clubs. No chance. No, no, no. I'm a very realistic person. I, I promise you. I told you this before. I don't know if I said it in the podcast. Is I have the best of everything. I have the best clubs. I use the best balls. Well, not anymore, but I use the best balls. Uh, I have uh, a good putter. I have the bag. I have everything that I need to play good golf. That way, when I play bad golf, I don't blame it on the equipment. I can blame it on myself. 
which is a very conscious thing to do, right? Mm. So a lot of people, my cousin, for example, oh, I'm not hitting it well. I need a new club. Or oh, I'm not. Um, my irons are not very good. It's probably it's probably my irons. No, it's ninety nine percent of the time it's you, unless the ball's broken, your uh, your driver is cracked, or you know the shaft is broken. It's you. There's nobody else. Uh, did you see um, the video? I think he was... What's his name? Uh, Rick Shields did a video. Is it James Robinson, his name? Mm-hmm. He, he was a ex-pro. Yeah, he, he, European pro Yeah, pro. Yeah. They, they got him a £60... Um, Slazinger. Slazinger. Uh, what do you call set. it? Half set. And he went to Pasha's Golf Club, I think it's called, which is actually not far from here, yeah, yeah. to try and break the course record. And he got within like, he didn't break it, but he shot like 70 or like, I don't know, like 72. And it's just like, it's not the clubs, it's you. Absolutely. We, we need to get that in our head. Well, I definitely, well, I, 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 I genuinely think it's not the clubs. I always think it's me. And I need to work on myself. I need to work on my mental game more than anything else. Um, my putting is terrible. Um, put terrible, terrible. Like now, if you actually lined the ball up here, I would get it in with my eyes closed, no problem. No problem. The second I'm, I'm over the... If it's like a par putt, and I'm like two two yards, two, I'm not wanting to say more. I will miss nine nine times out of ten, and it's just um, it's it's definitely I'm definitely nervous. I'm definitely like I feel like my knees shake a bit, and it doesn't mean anything. It's just I'm just trying to go for a par, and 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 this is my putting is what ruins my score hundred um, percent. My driver is okay. Do you know what? I've actually become really good at bad shots. Like I used to slice my driver a lot. And I used to like, obviously used to go right. And if there was trees or whatever, I used to, I used to hit low shots. I had to hit high shots or whatever. And I've become really good at hitting bad shots, like mm. um, like recovery shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I don't really care if it goes left or right. As long as I find the ball and I'm not uh, gaining, a, uh, gaining a penalty, I'm decent at getting the ball back in play. Yeah. But then once I'm on the green and I'm putting, I'm just like, I lose it, man. I'm like three putting, three putting, three putting. We always play like a game of snake. Oh, yeah. Which, if you don't know, the game of snake is is uh, you play throughout the round, and uh, whoever p- three puts last on the on the on the on the day uh, buys the drinks uh, at the bar later. So if if Chenji three puts on the second and he and he's got the and he's got the snake basically on the eighteenth, if I three put, then that means that the snake is on me. That means I'm buying the drinks at the bar. Every single time we played this game, <laughs> I'm buying drinks. <laughs> On the 18th. <laughs> on the 18th. And I'm like, I could not have the snake for the whole round. And the second it actually matters, I'm, I'm three-putting, mate. I'm four-putting. I'm five-putting. Well, I've never five-putted. I've definitely four-putted. But three-putting is like... So all I need to work on is driving the green on a par four. And then, yeah. th- then three-putting. And then, and then, and then four-putt for bogey, yeah? I'll take it. I'll take it. But yeah, man. Um, so that's that's it. Uh, I have... Oh, I've got... I've got an idea yeah there's two things I wanted to do today but I don't know if we've got enough time so the first thing I want to do I have an idea so you know how um, Henrik Stenson has gone to live yeah yeah and he lost his captaincy with Ryder Cup Cup, yeah which is whatever I'm not it is what it is I don't agree with it but it is what it is Uh, I think I think with the live thing and the the PGA it's only going to get worse I think more and more players are going to sign with live just because of the money uh, I, I genuinely think I don't know this and I wouldn't be surprised if JCB is one of the courses for live next year I don't know don't you think I, th- I, th- I wouldn't be surprised 
because they're, they're definitely work, working towards that and uh, obviously I'll let you know next week yeah. not not like I'm going to get any inside information but I'll see the course and I'll be like oh yeah this is a championship course this is but I think that's what they're working towards but then again don't quote me on that I don't know I wouldn't mind which means I'm 20 minutes down the road from seeing the best pl- players in the world play golf so it's good for me I mean I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised I actually I wouldn't be surprised yeah um, but obviously the thing is also I mean because right now obviously they're, they're playing in London once a year yeah and it's an eight event well nine event if you include the playoff in the end um, yeah. event a year and one of the reasons that a lot of these live tour players say you know why they joined live um, if you know real or not is so they can play less golf that's part of it so the money is number one are they going to add more venues yes I think so first of all not, not of, too many venues not like yeah. 20 yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they did like 20 or 15 yeah maybe and you know the thing is you know again live tour they might actually like they, they might have like a smaller tour as well you know uh, potentially yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. a show business whatever brings the money in doesn't it yeah. um, problem about JCB really and I think you're going to notice when you go there it's just where are you going to host all these people there's nothing in the vicinity like people coming to traveling they'll figure it out yeah, they'll probably figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Because, it's, well, obviously, it's not that many. But when, when I'm going over there, I, I had, as a greenkeeper for the championship, for the Legends Tour, um, they actually offered me to put me up for, like, the week in a mm-hmm. hotel. Mm-hmm. So the hotel can't be that far away. I'm guessing it's probably, like, a Premier Inn. But I'm sure there's, like, facilities around. I'm sure they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I, 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 I genuinely think they'll figure it out. And I, mm. I think it's something that they've planned for a long time. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And they're probably like, like, you know, what is it? Like rubbing their hands. Well, look thinking, at it. Hey, look. Oh, now with this live thing, we actually might have a chance of putting our golf course on the map. Yeah, yeah. To like the world, which is, which is no problem. That's, that's I, all they want as well. Which you know, is JCB, nothing wrong with they, that. You know, they're, they're just... It's a vanity project. Hundred percent. It's not. It's not. It's not like a resort course. No. 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 Um, they don't even want private members. Do, do you know what? I don't, I don't know if I should say this. I, so I found out from somebody um, that actually played, and what they did was they won. They it was like a charity thing where JCB gave out a, a four ball, and it, it, it went up to three thousand pounds for a four ball. So it cost them three thousand pounds to play for four people to play around a, a JCB. Which is stupid money. It's a bit stupid, really. I know, but it's just, it's just they want to make it so exclusive, where no normal people can play there. Yeah, yeah. Which and I don't agree with. I I would love to play there as a normal person. Come on, because you know we want more. You know, St Andrews in the world. Yes. We want more sort of like golf is open for everyone. It's yes. not going to be cheap, but no. you know, still, it's open for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, Augusta, we love we love Augusta, but we don't want more Augustas. No, we? no, 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 no. I agree. Augusta's a bit over the top with everything yeah. but yeah so my idea back to my idea Henrik Stenson has been uh, kicked off like the president of the, the Ryder, Ryder Cup, Cup yeah. yeah I think the Ryder Cup um, format should be PGA versus Liv Ooh. not Europe versus USA Ooh. I think it should be PGA versus Liv I think it would same Ryder Cup rules same everything mate can you imagine the atmosphere and like their togetherness, shall we say, every two years, the live because I'm telling you now, next year live players will not be allowed to play in any majors. I don't think they will play. You heard it here first. Uh, then uh, there's no way. There's no way they're gonna let them play it's because PGA has to put the foot down and like prove a point. Like 
okay, cool, you want to go for money, go for money, but you're missing out on these incredible majors. You're missing out on history. You're missing out on this. So that's what they're banking on. That's my opinion. Okay. So I think every two years they should meet up and just duel it out, battle it out, PGA versus Live. Same Ryder Cup rules. Forget Team USA. Forget Team Europe. Nobody cares. Just Live versus I mean, PGA Tour. I don't see it happening in the near term, but it'll be fun to watch. And people 100%. will watch it. It's literally like Gryffindor versus Slytherin. Honestly, <laughs> it's like it, it would break golf media. You know, it would be incredible to watch all these players play to, uh, against each other. And it, it's going to be like, because think about it. Rory is going to want to win for P, for the PGA Tour. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. same with Lee Westwood and everybody else that's on the on the live on the live tour mm. they're going to want to put their name down like okay no, because look, you see this is we're why still good players like oh, absolutely because we're not bad players. one of the reasons like you know all these live players are getting shamed is because oh yeah they just think they're washed yes but they want to no. prove a point they're not washed and to be fair you know honestly if you look at the open right there's a lot of live players who scored really well yeah very well and uh you know well, potentially the the open champion <laughs> Well, might be a live player soon. Well, yeah. So that's the that's the rumor going around, but yeah, apparently um, Matsuyama got offered stupid money to go. Well, he'll get the Japan market, won't he? Yes, that that's what they're saying. But like over the top money, apparently. Which um, I, I don't know. It is what it is. Japan is a big market. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, apparently, Cam Smith is one of the names that's, uh, that's joining the next. I think it's um, they have an endless pool of money. And they will try their best to sign as many incredible players as they can, just to just to put, make a name for themselves and uh, become bigger than what they already are. But they're definitely uh, ruffling some feathers, so it's it's fun to watch. Right, look seriously, if I, I mean, and people already say this, and people already know this. You know, mm. if I was a PGA tour, I I would be so worried right now. Yes, and I think PGA has gone gone about it the wrong way. I think. Rather than going up against Liv or Liv going up against PGA, just work out like a solution. So mm-hmm. that way all the fans are happy and all of the organisations are happy as well. Right now they're going head to head. They're trying to battle everybody and it's just like, it's not going to work out. And, and the, argu- not end well. the argument about Saudi money just doesn't work for me. No, it and doesn't. Because if you think about it, PSG is doing the same thing. No, Man do City is doing the same thing. Do all you, these football you, teams, all these billionaires. Do you drive a car? Yes. Do you fill up your car? Yeah. Yes. Where does the oil come from? Saudi Arabia. I agree. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's just one of those things where they've made us believe. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, for me, it is what it is. I'm not like if you, if you actually look into where all the money's coming from, from for anything, it's there's somebody behind it that's not a good person. Absolutely. So, and, and then you know. people, and, and of course, I mean, it's all propaganda anyway, but, yes. you know, they've made a point that, yeah, I mean, out of like all of PJ's top sponsors, I think over 30 of them, they, you know, they're affiliated with the Saudi Arabian government. So it's not like, you know, again, it's, so that argument itself doesn't work, doesn't, you know, doesn't do it for me. But obviously, like, again, I don't really want to see this sport just come filled with money. It's kind of yes. like, you know, we, we are, you know, we are in Europe, we love our European sports and we've kind of seen in more recent times, you know, anything from football, the Champions League, yeah. Formula One, all being kind of like sensationalized, you know, by rich, sort of wealthy American investors, yep. right? Just bringing too much money on the table and kind of like, again, you know, with what happened to, you know, for example, in Formula One to Verstappen and Lewis, Hamil- um, yeah. last, Lewis Hamilton last year, that's just pure like 
sensationalization. It's kind of like doing it with the showbiz. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, the American investors, right, Liberty Media, they want they want more Americans to watch it. That's why they're making this a European sport, very Americanized. They invited Cam- Camila Cabello to perform at a Did Champions League final. It was so bad. You know, Liverpool versus... Oh, um, it was so oh, was bad. How was it again? Liverpool, uh, Real Madrid. And uh, bloody hell. People... <laughs> uh, be- it, did you watch the video yeah I watched it it was just so bad where on TV it was like oh yeah everyone's having a great time but then somebody posted a video that was actually there man you couldn't hear a sing you couldn't yeah, hear yeah. a talk yeah, exactly yeah. and everybody was just chanting so, like the, the, so, the football team's uh, chants so, you and, know, and I was so funny man so in a way I, I understand it like I, really, I don't really want money to ruin a passionate yes, sport I agree right but at the same time you know it's, it's the player's choice yeah I don't know I, I don't know I think, I think we, we got. I think we'll have plenty of things to talk about. Our live tour, PJ tour, European it's, tour. It's, it's we it's, need this anyway because we need many things to talk about. Yeah, it's creating a lot of buzz. But, you um, know, a, it, a lot of people are obviously invested in this. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. But it's where just they just go from just here. just like anything in this world. There's no black and white, is there? Nope. You know, it's um, PJ has held the reins for a long time. And it was only a matter of time before somebody else came and like took a bit a piece of the pie. And kind of to end it there, you know, Phil Mickelson, who has been completely chastised by the whole golfing community, I suppose, non-living, you know, PGA. Um, he said in the beginning, um, you know, joining him joining the Live Tour is going to do a good thing. It's going to increase competition, yeah. increase the price money, price money for the PGA, and it did. That's it. PGA announced, you know, rising purses for the tour events. Rising, um, you know, um, purse money for you know the feeder tour, corn ferry tour, um, a lot more development, mental money to be spent on to players, which is only a good thing. Which is a good thing. Hundred you know? percent. Hey, look, it's been good for the PGA tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who stay in the PGA tour, they are getting a higher share of the potential payout. People on the developmental tour, they are getting more money. That's a good thing, isn't it? Hundred percent. I, I, I am definitely agreeing with that. Um, it's uh, it's good that all of these because there's a lot a lot of like struggling players that are trying to keep the card on the on the contrary tour or whatever yeah, yeah and they are fully struggling like they're leaving the families behind yeah, yeah they don't know how they're gonna pay their caddy they don't know how they're gonna pay their hotel rooms and how they to feed themselves it sounds bad right mm. it sounds a lot worse than probably what it actually is mm. but at the same time it, it's bad like because I've I've heard about stories and I heard about Phil Mick- Mickelson actually. Um, supporting some players on the on the contrary oh, tour. So, so does Justin Thomas. Yeah, so does just to kind of keep them going yeah, week yeah. by week because they don't have to, like it. Basically, if you do not make the cut, you don't get paid. So how are you going to pay for your next flight? How are you going to pay for your next hotel room? How are you going to feed yourself? How are you going to pay your mortgage? How are you going to provide for your family? So like they are. So if I'm missing a putt, I've, listen to this. So if I'm missing a, a, a four yard putt, which means nothing to me. It makes no difference whether I make it or not. Imagine being on the Corn Ferry Tour and having to make a four-yard putt to make the cut to be able to get enough money to provide for your family. Imagine the mental game that they're going through. Oh, of course, yeah. So and, I, I need hey, to look. In, in a sense, it is building character, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, you want this kind of competition spirit as well in the top level of elite sports. Yes. I think we're going to leave it at that. Yeah, it's been quite a deep. Um, Conversation. conversation today yeah we need to lighten it up a little absolutely, bit next, uh, next absolutely absolutely yeah so. but yeah okay so uh thank you guys for listening watching As always subscribe uh like the video share the video do we need to start posting on tiktok 
Yeah, but but, but it's, it's a lot of work. Hey, look, I, and I any content it. you want us to talk about, I hope we're giving some, you know, I've on like average golfer, bogey golfer thoughts. Yes, yes, right? yes. Right, you know, if you want any anything you want us to talk about, get our opinion on, just let us know. I want to get like a guest in. Yeah. Do you know what I want to do? I want to get like somebody from JCB, uh, like the, one of the head greenkeepers. Great. Perfect. And just give them, give them like a, like a like shine a light on them because mm. I don't think anybody talks about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds good. And uh, I, I don't know. I'll see how I'll see how next week goes. Uh, yeah, next week it's going to be very tight for the podcast because I'm going to be in JCB. Yeah, at JCB, but I will try. My, we will try our best to put out a podcast. I want to do it on a Monday if you can. Great. Anyway, we'll talk about that off air. Right. Thank you guys for watching, listening. Uh, please subscribe. Please like, and we will see you next week. Thank you.